Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. up wizards fans welcome to another believe in wizards podcast i've got will clayton joining me here today will as everyone knows you and i are probably the two biggest denny fans on wizards twitter so we just had to get on here and talk about our guys career night we've seen this coming for a long time it's all either of us can talk about it's just you know denny's always had this potential so i'm glad they finally unlocked it uh just i don't know what do you see tonight just just kind of first like what was working for him other than everything but just just break down you know the denny experience from your perspective well you're you've been a much bigger denny fan than i have and notably uh and historically so it's okay i appreciate you having me on look man if somebody can lie their way to the presidency i can lie my way to the presidency of the denny fan club so uh we're doing it here it's happening we're rewriting history tonight you have a good in with me i'll vouch for you um thank you yeah i mean tonight was i mean uh, you know, with Kuzma being out, I kind of expected a little bit of a bigger game for him. Sure. Um, you know, he and especially, you know, with how he's been playing lately, he had three 20 point plus outings back to back to back, which was the first time he had done that uh, in his career. So, mm-hmm. you know, he had good momentum coming in. Um, but really, I mean, what kind of surprised me, I think even from his first shot of the night uh, was a pull up three yep. from the top of the key that he just cashed. And I had been tweeting in the past. I was like, if he can add, you know, a pull-up jumper or counters where he's going left to his game, that's going to unlock a lot. And I mean, tonight his three was falling. He, I think he shot what six for ten mm-hmm. from deep. I mean, and these weren't just, you know, you know, in the past I've seen him catching stuff in the corner, you know, after the ball swings around or, you know, getting bailed out, uh, you know, above the break, and he just kind of shoots a three because he's the last guy to get the ball. These were high um, degree of difficulty shots. Like these, yeah, these were these were tougher shots. And I mean, on top of that, he still kept his aggression. He was still driving all night. Uh, Thirteen free throw attempts, made eleven uh-huh. of them, especially after a night where he shot poorly from the free throw line. So I mean, um, I, I as big of a Denny fan as I've been, I don't think I expected a night like this to happen. Um, probably not until like at least next season, until he's getting much more you know, significant time on ball. Like, but again, you know, with Kuzma out, the opportunity was there and man, did he capitalize. So um, I, I, I was just really happy to see the the continued aggression. Um, you know, the shots were falling and just kind of the ability to kind of showcase that he can be a bit of a, like a first, second option, which is, mm. I, I don't really think I ever capped him or I, like, I, I don't want to put a cap on his potential or anything like that. But when I was, you know, in the depths of, you know, year one and year two, defending this guy and saying, like, you need to hold out on his potential, I'm selling him as a just very high-end caliber elite, like, role player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he can, he, you know, he can still definitely do that. That, But he's showing so much more of his game lately over the past few, uh, the few games. And uh it's just really exciting for his growth and his development, especially because he's 23. And given the wizard position, 
and his contract extension for the next four years, 55 million. What a great piece and asset to either have and build around or, you know, send and get other, you know, draft capital. It's just, oh man, it's just like of all the things that Wizards fans can point to and be happy about, Denny's got to be at the top of the list right now. So I'm, I'm just stoked. I will take whatever shit uh, the the actual full on Denny stands want to give me for this. I I would have never seen this kind of night coming from him. Honestly, maybe ever uh, like this level of scoring and the way he did it. So uh, that's terrific to see. Jihadi and I, there is obviously an internet full of proof of this, did an entire podcast talking about what a steal we thought the contract was, despite me supposedly not uh, congratulating him on that. But if you get, 20% of this level of production from Denny moving forward. I, the contract still looks really good. If you get, you know, uh, this every so often and just what we've gotten the last week or so, uh, I mean, that that's that's already like he's grossly um, underpaid by, by NBA standards. So he's like well below the mid-level at this point, I think. And um, having him locked in here, that that's just maybe the best thing the Wizards front office has done in, in like a long time. I mean, like genuinely, uh, like it may, it may look really, really good uh, in another year or two for sure. It looks good already now. Yeah. I mean, I, when he signed the extension, I remember thinking like, wow, that's really, really good value. And that's pre any of this, you know, you know, type of growth that he's displayed recently, uh, especially since just kind of like January, he's really just taken a whole new step. Um, he was showcasing good consistency before then. Um, but yeah, this looks like kind of like a different dude, um, you know, and uh, yeah, props to the front office for working and re-signing him. Um, I, I keep seeing a lot of stuff about uh, Tommy apologists or whatever. This might be, I, I tweeted something to the effect of that was like, you know, this might be the move where you have to give Tommy a little credit, but even then we were reported to have to, uh, you know, we were mentioned of getting Halliburton. So like, even in, in him making a good draft pick accidentally with Avdia, it was at the best of, you know, passing on Hallie, but you know, that's, that's all spilt milk. I'm, I'm just very happy that Denny is kind of growing and showing the, you know, the strides that you expect from a first round pick and a lottery mm-hmm. pick. Um, and, and finally some of that promise that, you know, offensively that he would build to have coming out that we really didn't get to see much of early on. And it's, you know, it's exciting. Before we get too deep into this, we're brought to you by Surfside, uh, hard iced teas, hard lemonades, hard half and halves, hard peach teas. We all deserve a couple of them right now. It's been a been a tough year for Wizards fans, so um, go out and get a couple. Also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, match reports for baseball, boxing, UFC, golf, tennis, and bet on Denny stat lines if you want. You want to pick him up every night? You go ahead and do that. Uh, it's your fastest and easiest way to place all your wagers, including live betting on your favorite casino and card games. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. Uh, use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, we buried the lead here a little bit just to recap. Wizards do lose. Who gives a shit? That's a good thing. It's good for the tank. Uh, 43 points from Denny tonight, 14 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block, plus 17 if you care about plus minus, which I typically don't, but that seemed to be they were better when he was on the court, so I think that's obviously reasonable. But 13 to 24, 6 of 10 from 3. You mentioned the 11 of 13 from the free throw line. I think that might be the, my favorite part of it because when he was like, I don't know. So this is what I wrestle with a little bit here, Will, and and I, I would love your perspective on it. Like I, I saw a lot of like 
Well, now that this new coaching staff has finally unleashed any, and like, yeah, they're doing some things differently. They're giving him the ball more. But I don't think that's the real difference between this year and last year. Like, I think he is just better. And, uh, you know, the, the shooting form, uh, I mean, our guy Clay Williams talked all summer about the shooting coach that he worked with and had some really great information on that. And it's clearly paid off here because uh, this is what I at least I thought I was saying, maybe, maybe not, um, was that if he can't shoot, he can't unlock all the other things he does well. He can't get downhill can't facilitate if guys are sagging off you 10 feet there's really not a whole lot you can bring to the table offensively you bring the ball up to court doesn't even really make sense because unless you can get like that full you know head of steam you're not really going to like put any pressure on defense but but now if he's shooting like this and can just be like high 30s from from now on um that's where we get all the other stuff and i think the other stuff was more so there but everything's more polished he still doesn't really go left all that often but he looks a little more confident. He looks a little more willing to just like take the ball to the hole. And, and his quick, his first step is quick enough. Like Jihadi's always said, he thinks Denny is a quick player. Like maybe not fast in a traditional sense, but especially for the guys that are typically guarding him, you know, he can put them on his heels if he just goes. And and now that they have to respect the jumper and close out on him a little bit more, he can do that. And and I think that's really more of what we're seeing than this magic secret formula that, that uh, Brian Keefe has, you know, unlocked with him. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with honestly, all of that. Um, the, like when Jahadi's talking about the, the quickness, um, that's what it is, especially for his size. Um, you know, if he's, if he's guarding, he's playing the four and he's got other six ten guys that can't move laterally that well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's got a quick first step for what would be a guard for someone his size. That's just really, really tough. And that's what's helping him with the whole um, right versus left thing. Because he's still, he he's trying to go left. Um, he's definitely made some efforts, but it does not look anywhere near as smooth. And it's getting better. And it will as he grinds out rep. I, you know, I love that he's having this opportunity. But it's pretty clear he still favors going to right. Um, but I mean, at the same time, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Cause I mean, it's still working. He's able to get right, either get into some guy's chest and power through him, draw the contact for the foul. And lately he's been adding uh, much more pace and hesitation. Like he's doing that slow step, um, that I've seen Luca do where, you know, he can decelerate when he gets closer to the rim and still put up a shot while drawing the contact. Um, that's huge. Being able to add something like that, that's, that's an effective counter. And those are the things that he needs to do to grow as a score. But, um, you know, to your point about it, whether it's Wes and Brian key for changes, like, I really don't think it's much of that because they were giving Denny opportunities last year. Um, and they were giving her smaller opportunities, even in, in year two. Mm-hmm. Um, he just really struggled offensively. Like I can't tell you how many layups I saw him miss and, times where a center's guarding him at the three and just sags off and he would brick the open three. Um, you know, shout out to to our guy, Clay, fellow Denny Hive member. He did do a deep dive on the, the shooting coach that Denny worked with in the off season. And to me, it's clear that that has paid dividends because the form does look smoother. They definitely made some kind of alteration where they grinded it out through reps um, where it's just a quicker, easier for release to him. And it just, it just doesn't look as robotic as it did in his first two seasons of his career. And I mean, the results really speak for themselves. Um, because 
seeing him make a couple shots, I think unlocks that level of confidence. And that's something that I've spoken to uh, since his rookie season, where when he's confident, you just see a completely different player on the court. And I mean, tonight it was like he was mainlining confidence into his veins and just, you know, with that, you get a, a, a wholly different player. Um, so, I mean, at, you know, the the shooting, like you said, that unlocks his ability to drive because people have to start respecting his shot, which, you know, coupled with his first step in his size makes him a problem to defend, especially with the typical type of defender that's going to be on. There's just, there's a lot of good things that it's like a domino effect. Like once he figured out this aspect of his game, it makes so many other aspects of the game easier for him. And he can continue to unlock those things. And the real added benefit here is that the guy who's in his ear most learning from is Kyle Kuzma. And that's another and skilled guy with the ability to shoot and get downhill, knows how to play 6'10. You know, I people get on Kuz for his shot selection, but man, that's a I mean, that's a talented guy. And if you're trying to develop from a skill perspective, somebody, I really can't think someone better, other than like Kevin Durant or something like that. But I mean, we're the wizards. We had Katie would never come here. We've tried that. The best we can do. Yeah. We've got Kyle Kuzma. And given everything that Kuzma has been saying, you know, in the offseason about wanting to be in DC and stay, like, it's, it's just one of those things that like, I, I think Denny's development's in really good hands going forward. And I think there's a very good pathway to be, to him becoming even more than what I kind of thought his expectations were. Um, you know, if you get this level of player consistently, I mean, he just dropped, he's not going to drop 40 regularly, but he dropped 43 with 14 boards. And that's coming off averaging like 23 and 10, essentially, yep. with really good playmaking. And the defenses has taken a little bit of a step back this year at the, you know, trade off of his offense, taking a monumental leap. It's a better so, I mean, blend, and I think you'll take that every time if you're the Wizards. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, ultimately, knowing that Denny has the ability to defend like that, that's really what you – because if he if he has to lock in and guard somebody, and that's the situation, he's shown that he can do that. And, I mean, that's what it's all about is stacking different skills and traits. And right now, Denny is is adding a bunch of appealing things that – you know, I, I've heard it said on multiple different podcasts across the NBA – He's a winning player, and he's the kind of player that winning teams look for. Um, so, I mean, it, it's just I, I, I'm blown away. Like I re- like like I was not expecting a forty piece tonight when he when I saw he had fourteen and seven at the half. I was like, oh yeah, good Denny game. Then he goes for twenty in the third quarter, and I'm just yeah. like, what the like what the hell has gotten into this dude? This I love misprint. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's. It's just crazy. Um, I'm really happy for the guy, and I'm really happy for Wizards fans. And, uh, you know, all the haters and the doubters, there's no victory lap that needs to be had because I'm going to try and do the fake humble thing. But just know I'm I'm really very much just like, you know, suck it. I called it. I mean, when when you're that invested in in a particular player and it's somebody that's been such a lightning rod, I mean, that's – Hey, do your thing. Like I, I get it. Um, it's it's going to be really interesting to see. I, I think somebody had it in the chat here. The goat, shout out the goat. Opposing game plans are going to look for him now. I think that's really going to be the next thing. Is 
Um, I think we've seen the way Kyle Kuzma has been guarded change over the course of the year based on teams now knowing, all right, well, maybe we don't have to account for Jordan Poole quite as much as we thought we were going to. And um, doesn't seem like Kuzma's responded to that as, as well as some of us would have liked from a shot selection standpoint. All right, well, now, Denny, like you've gone from basically people weren't guarding you the first third of last season to now, now you've made them take you seriously. And, and we're going to see what, you know, what he does. And I just, I'm not trying to be a hater. I just, this is how the NBA works. I'm expecting him to take a step back here a little bit as that happens. And it's really what about, you know, how, how he goes about this next, right? What are the counters to that? Can he spend the rest of the season being more of a, a primary offensive option and seeing, okay, this is now how people are going to defend me. What do I add to my bag? That That's really what it's about is adding, adjusting counters. And, um, you know, then he seems to work really hard and, and we've seen a lot of growth there. So I, I think that's, an encouraging sign if you're the Wizards is just, hey, can can you hit this first step? Of, can you even score this many points? And there was a stretch early in his career like where it, it didn't look like he was capable of a 43-point night, period, um, let alone, you know, the way he did it tonight. Yeah, right, honestly. Um, but I, I think something you said there was really interesting. Well, all of it was interesting, but one particularly stood out was just this um, sort of notion of, of a guy that size that can pass, dribble, shoot, and defend. And that seems to be really kind of the OKC model. Like if you're Will Dawkins and company, that's really what you wanted to see from this guy. Can he do enough offensively to be that sort of multi-tool player? And now um, we've, like we said, we've seen a step back defensively at the, you know, sort of counter of his offense, but, or the trade-off with his offense. But if you surround him with four other guys that can all now pass, dribble, shoot, and defend and kind of pick and choose your nights where some nights he can be the stopper or some nights he can be more of a focal point. I think that's really going to be the blueprint of what they try to build this team around. You, you see Koulibaly's got that sort of um, profile to do that. Kuzma ideally has that proof, like, profile to do it. Poole, Tyus Jones, maybe not so much, um, but but that's sort of like where where I think they're wanting to go. And, and it's going to be really interesting to see what they do in this draft because no matter how weak it is, there are still guys that sort of project as that type of multi-tool athletic player. And um, I, I think something that, you know, I, I didn't give Denny credit for was that quickness piece. Honestly, I, like I've always kind of maintained he's a strong guy. He's better guarding bigger guys because I think he had the strength to hold up. But if you can just sort of get to your spots, it doesn't really matter if you have a 45-inch vertical or not. It's um, about getting where you want on the court. And, and for, for Denny, like the way the NBA is guarded right now, I, I think is actually to his benefit because he's, he's kind of figured out from being a good defender what he can do offensively and get away with. And, and we've seen him bully ball his way into the paint. He's like kind of like jump hooks almost or, or like a, kind of a nice little development because he's a big enough dude that when he gets somebody on his hip and gets that kind of left shoulder into him, it's food. I mean, the guy, the guy just makes it kind of every time. So um, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, uh, I've been watching old tape um, just, you mentioned here, though, the last couple games, like it, to me, it's less about like a 43 point night. You can say like anybody can get crazy hot for a night. It's the thing with Denny has always been the consistency, even during the turbo run, which I'm sorry. I just can't call another grown man turbo. Call him whatever else we want. I just can't do it. Uh, but he's, he's outgrown it anyway. <laughs> exactly right. That's there's not enough at this point. Um, but uh, we've got a 25 point, seven rebound, three assist night, a 21 point, 13 rebound, five assist night, a 24 point, 11 rebound, four assist night. 
a nine, eight and three night is his worst game in about a two week span. And then before that, a 24 point three rebound, one assist, one steal, one block night. Um, I mean, you know, you can't beat that. Like it's kind of a probably closer to like a, a one-to-one assist to turnover ratio. Like that's okay. I'd like to see a little more playmaking from Denny, but also, you know, sometimes other guys got to make shots too. And Hey, it, it's, it's, um, it's not like he's, um, been particularly selfish and when he has been it's I, I i don't sometimes shooting a lot isn't selfish and i think that's a thing i've I've maintained with kuzma as well it's just um sometimes the if team needs you to do that if you're the only you're one taking who shots, shots from jordan pool <laughs> right right yeah. exactly i think you could make an argument yeah it's, which you know i've read some pool it's for the benefit of the team at this point here um so i don't know will any any other kind of major takeaways from the nice game uh no, I mean, it was just really nice to kind of see him put everything together and see it kind of all like the potential realized. Um, there's a lot of conversations I've had with detractors on Twitter where it's just like, oh, he's never had a signature game. And I, it's nice to have this one to kind of be like, oh, yeah, well, what about his 40 piece against the Pelicans? Um but along those lines, I tweeted early in this game, this might be the Denny game. And I looked really stupid about 10 minutes later with the might. Uh, I mean, it just became an immediate. Someone even tweeted me that, like, you don't need might here. It's like, yeah, no, no shit. Now that he has 43, I realized that at the time I thought I was going out on a limb a little bit. But yeah, sorry, please continue. No, yeah, I, I mean, kind of just going off like your larger point, I really agree with what you were saying about the OKC. Uh, especially, I mean, we've got Dawkins in there. I was reading something on the athletic about, um, you know, I, and forgive me if I'm getting the last name wrong, Mark Danielt or Dagnalt. Dagnalt, um, yeah. I don't know. Dagnalt. Okay. Um, he was kind of preaching about their, their uh, philosophy and how essentially it's not, you know, they don't, they don't adhere to the specialist mentality. Like their mm-hmm. center isn't just a rim protector and rebounder. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at Chet. I mean, you're not going to put him in just that box anyway. He's too talented, but across the board they have expectations for everyone in their roster to kind of do a little bit of everything and pull their weight in every aspect of the game and if that's something that can be adopted in washington you know hell yeah Mm because we need some of that mentality um you know and i do think there is some truth to that when you look at the kind of player that they're um seeking i mean their first draft pick was Bilal, and i mean i think he definitely slots into that you know, tall wing, do it all player, um, mm-hmm. you know, and the potential for him is still kind of, you know, the sky's the limit, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kuzma, Denny, those kind of guys that are multi-tooled that can pass, defend, um, put the ball on the floor. They need to, um, that's, that's the direction the NBA is heading. And if you have a bunch of tall guys like that, or if, you know, a bunch of French guys like that, like Rizarche, if we want to, you know, look that direction in the draft, I'm not opposed to it. Um, you know, those, that kind of player, you know, whether or not they max out potential as an all-star is always going to be valued in the NBA. And they're always going to have a place on the floor, um, assuming that they have a baseline level of competence, competence, um, and I, I trust our front office's ability to identify that talent. Um, you know, it's very early to probably say that through one draft, but I just have a good feeling given the 
yeah, the pedigree places enough to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm I'm comfortable to see you know where they go with this, but uh, it's yeah, it's just really nice to kind of have a, you know, be a little bit more ahead of schedule with one of our assets or prospects than I think a lot of people initially thought. And I mean, to that, I don't want to just give Denny all the shine. I know he's my guy and I've been in his corner forever. Corey Kispert's been looking great lately too. Agreed. He had a great um, uh, yeah, he, he was a nice, his shooting was a great compliment. And I mean, I, all the stuff, I couldn't believe it when I first saw it about his two point field goal percentage about how efficient he is as a finisher. So, you know, shout out to Corey as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Corey's. This is Corey's third twenty-point game in the last five or you know, last five games here. I mean, that's that alone is is even more uh, offensive output than we've seen from Corey. And uh, you know, a lot of us, I think, said at the deadline we'd we'd like to see some of the veteran guys moved out, and they didn't actually move them out, but they've seemed to prioritize shots and usage for for these two guys. And maybe it's not the youngest guys on the roster, but it's it's sort of the the young vets at the very least. Like that's sort of how I look at, at Denny and Corey at this point. And for Denny, it's almost become like the Jason Tatum joke where like, oh, he's still only 19 years old. Like it's it's crazy that he's still only 23 as the um, oldest tenured wizard right now. But uh, yeah, yeah, you made a great point with Corey there too. So um, happy to see that. Well, here's a question for you. Is Denny the best player on the Wizards right now? Uh it depends on how you're, I guess, uh, defining that answer, because I think there's an argument that he's been, he has played the best and he has played the most consistently on this mm-hmm. Wizards roster. And I, I, that I don't think there's as much an argument for, honestly. Um, if Kuzma was still playing like he was at the beginning of the year, I don't think I could say that. Um, but Kuzma's kind of really struggled lately. And Denny, you know, Denny wasn't struggling at the beginning of the year. His role just wasn't as large as it was. And he's kind of, he's kind of forced the issue and been like, Hey, look, you have to give me the ball more because I'm productive and efficient with it. So I would say yes. Um, But if you're looking at it from a skill perspective, I do think Kuzma's the most skilled player on the team. You know, you can gripe about his shot selection. um, And I do too. Sometimes like, I don't, I wish he wouldn't do some of the things he does, but like, from a just like an understanding basketball perspective and just an ability standpoint, I think he's the most talented guy on the roster. Um, but uh, Denny's Denny's making a really good case for himself, which is crazy considering he has a very limited left hand. So we said a couple of weeks ago that we thought he was the most consistent. I wasn't ready to say best player, but I did say best two way player, and and I think that's sort of hard to argue at this point. Uh, I think yeah. Um, Kuzma's maybe given you a, a little bit more versatility or or different dimensions offensively over the course of the year, you know, minus the last couple of weeks of um, really weird ISO fadeaway threes that are off balance and things like that. But uh, that's that's been kind of Denny's calling card is is all right. He's going to bring it on defense and and like I said, it's taken a step back, but it's still on a team where no one else is really defending anyone at a high level anyway. Uh, he's still probably one of the, the better defenders on the team. So I think that's, that's still like a pretty fair point. Um, he, he's the best balance of those two kind of things. And uh, the other thing here, just, just touching on the three point shooting here for a little bit, we, we talked about how the form looks a lot better. Um, the numbers bear that out. Obviously he's 
up from uh, 29.7% last year on 3.1 attempts to 39.2% this year, but down to 2.7 attempts. And, and I think that's because he's he's made an emphasis on getting to the rim. But um, I, I say this with Kuzma. I think it for Kispert. I obviously think it applies across the board and applies to Denny as well here. It's, yeah, the volume isn't enough to like really bury a team. Um, so like the extra 10%, it, it's kind of like, marginal in, in terms of what that actually gives you in terms of production but it's now teams are guarding him like he is a 40 percent three-point shooter and that's that's really what you need here like kuzma has the most gravity to me on the team even when he's not shooting well yeah. teams treat him like a guy who can make any shot he takes and, and i think that opens things up for other people and i think that's kind of an underrated thing about what he brings to the team even when he's struggling um i, I think we saw that with denny tonight too there were a lot of times where he drew a guy all the way out to probably 28 feet um, and then moved the ball around. And actually, I think that made life easier for Jordan Poole here tonight, too. Like, I want to give him a little bit of love. Like, to me, the best Jordan Poole games this year have been the ones where we just haven't had to say a lot of crazy shit about Jordan Poole. And he was just, like, quietly really solid tonight. There were a few, like, no, no, yes moments or just a few no, no, no moments. But overall it just didn't feel like he was out over his skis and i, I felt that way a lot this season too so so shout out pool for for being better at least better ish yeah yeah and uh, the thing with pool like, everybody's rooting for pool too like it's it's you know we all want him to be better and it's tough to see him struggle so like any any progress he's making i'm fully welcoming it because i mean he's going to be here for a while um so there's no sense in just you know pissing in the pool y'all no, yeah. no pun. I really didn't even mean to make that. But That's perfect. No. That's even better when you don't mean it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Sam Hershey said in the chat, come on, y'all. Kuzma is the best player on the team and opposing teams plan to stop him first. I, I agree. We already talked about that. We're going to see what Denny brings to the table Yeah. when when someone guards him like he's the primary option. And, and we did see that tonight a little bit more like they had to account for him. And it's not like they didn't say, oh, he wasn't in the scouting report at all. So we're just not going to guard him like. It's it is different though when a team's entire plan kind of starts and, and ends with you um as as the guy. So we'll see what that's like from Denny. Um but Kuzma, I think, is is sort of a victim of his circumstance on this team. Like he should be a third, fourth offensive option when you're the first option. Um it's a little tougher. So we'll see what all those other people look like. And Either way, it's still two good guys to me that are productive rotation players on anybody te anybody's team at any level that are on good contracts. And, and that's what you want. And that's what we haven't had enough of in Washington. I, there's been a couple comments here in the chat, too, about, like, did the Wizards win tonight? Like, whatever. I, I don't care. None of the, the record doesn't matter whether they're 10 and 42 or 11 and 41. It, like, it's totally irrelevant at this point. So you keep the, like, draft stock that you're at right now and one of your younger players looked like a piece for the future like that's a win that's what we've wanted for this entire wizard season that's what that's what winning was going to look like at the beginning of the season like right. we wanted competitive losses where we could root for our young guys and see growth yeah. and you know we wanted to lose to have better draft positioning like that's as far as i'm concerned tonight was a win like if mm -hmm. we actually won the game itself you know, great. I would have been happy just because yeah, we're already so far, you know, down in the standings that doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, you know, if we're consistently winning and we still need a stack, you know, it, it's weird. No, we're supposed to lose this and see growth. This is what we want. Yeah. 
I was really waiting for the Wizards to send out like their summary stats email um, from from the PR department before like before we ended this podcast because there's always just like a few like absolute gems on there about how they characterize this. So I, I'm actually interested in it when somebody actually has a big night, how they're going to like try to frame that. And um, I, I don't know if there'll be like a invitation to like his Hall of Fame induction speech as part of the email or whatever, but uh I'm I'm gonna be looking forward to that. So we'll we'll we, talk about we've that. We've moved up. Uh, what is it? Jewish Heritage Night to next. Week. <laughs> it's every night at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. just gonna, like, I I don't know. I don't have the stats here. I can't actually back this up. But it just feels like, from the minute we let this guy design his own hat, he's been going ape shit. So should everybody get their own hat night at this point? We might we might actually win the NBA title if that were the case. Not for nothing. It's a good looking hat. It, it was a tasteful, <laughs> it was a tasteful design. So, you know, let's go. Yeah. Let's, there's something to that theory. Um, and I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, did, he might not have won. I I think he just played really well the night after he made his hat, which is, yeah. you know, yeah, he, shout played, out. he played good for that, for the hat night game, which is awesome. And then I don't know, man, we've been trending up ever since. So uh, how do we get Belial? hat night like how long do we have to that, is it be four years in before we let the man design a hat does it have to be a beret like Ooh, what do we do that would be that would actually be fire like <laughs> uh, I would, be, it would honestly be pretty cool um i i did give away my denny hat so now i'm a little bit regretting that um and before someone says i throw it in the trash because i hate denny or something i just wanted a, a better denny fan than me despite being a gigantic Denny fan that I am um, to, to, to have the hat. So. For, for all the people hating on Matt for his Denny takes that don't listen to the pod for his Denny takes, <laughs> listen to me and say like, we can it shut up, stop it. It's annoying. Like Matt's a straight shooter and he's never bragged on Denny. I, uh, I will him guarantee of love. And he brought me on the pod after him scoring 40, like, Shut up. There you go. I gotta gotta let people uh you heard it here first. Gotta let people stretch their legs here a little bit when they've paid their dues, like you have will. Um yeah. anyway, I, I guarantee at least somebody will reply to this uh post directly and say, like, I can't believe Matt wasn't excited enough for Denny, but um that's okay. That's what this is about. It's the internet age. This is uh this is what we're signed up for. So I don't know, Will, anything you wanna um leave us with here before we wrap this? No, um, I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube or whatever, you know, sorry for my lack of a glamorous background. My kids are asleep, so I'm in my garage, you know. Cars look nice. <laughs> that That's not even my, that's my in-laws. I wish that's I okay. could say that's my car. That's okay. No, actually, no, everybody watching, that's my car. That's, that's right. My, <laughs> um, no, I got, I got nothing. Um, love the Wiz Twitter community. Really appreciate you for having me on. You know, love that Denny's having a great season. Uh, you know, Strap anybody who's upset with this year, strap in, guys. We got a few more years of, you know, watching some draft prospects and watching young guys grow. So, you know, embrace the process and enjoy it. And, uh, you know, keep listening to Believe in Wizards for all your Wizards content. That's, oh, that is a veteran move here, Will. Veteran move. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to this or watching it on YouTube, click that little like button for us, the subscribe button. Uh, we always appreciate that stuff. And hey, if you're feeling really generous, we would always welcome an iTunes review. So um, thanks for sticking with us. We've got some draft content coming up here. Jahani and I are going to go on Friday with just sort of a recap 
of where we're at. I'll be bringing in different draft experts here to talk about what they're going to do with that late 20s pick as well. We've talked a lot about lottery guys already, so um, we'll just kind of get a different flavor in there. So, uh, yeah, actually, Pious Devil in the comments, I just want to end with this, says, I'm happy with being an ass, but I need an 80-point Johnny Davis game. Um, hey, look, man, uh, we just saw a couple of big games from Corey Kispert. Then he just went apeshit. Apparently, Rui is going nuts right now uh, with a 30-point game of his own. Is he? Oh, let's go, Rui. That's what somebody tweeted me on the side here. I don't know if that's actually true. Tommy Shepard sitting in his living room losing his mind right now. Why am I not employed? <laughs> uh yeah no i or it's like the mr burns laugh you know just like i see i this is the mad scientist vision that i had for everybody um but anyway will thank you for doing this man i always appreciate you um just keep up uh, the great content here yourself and uh, if anyone's not following will i will have his twitter handle in the bio or in the description of this episode he's a must follow and uh, if you're a Denny fan, obviously uh you're you're amongst friends here with will and i the two biggest Denny fans on wizard's twitter all right, everybody. Uh, with that, this is Believe in Wizards. Rate, review, subscribe. We're presented by betonline.ag, and we will catch y'all next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 